Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Years ago, I began recording the bedtime stories I told my children every night. Now, we would like to share those stories with you. I hope you enjoy my Stories for Wonderful Children. Once upon a time, there was a Dalmatian, and he was... What on earth? A Dalmatian. You know what a Dalmatian is, right? A dog. Yeah. Spotted dog. dog Black spots, yes. This Dalmatian's name was Doris, and Doris was not just an ordinary Dalmatian, not just an ordinary dog. She was a fire dog. Mm -hmm. She lived in the firehouse with the firemen. And she rode along with, she kept them company when they were at the firehouse and there was no fire. And she rode along with them when they got on the fire truck and rode to a fire. Just like that. She loved, she loved to stick her head out the window and listen to the sound of the sirens. Well, on one particular day, Doris was laying in the back of the firehouse munching contentedly on some dried dog food and listening to the firemen upstairs playing a game of cards. They were playing a game called poker. And What's poker? Poker's a card game. Maybe I'll teach it to you sometime if you want. No. Sure. Um, anyway, they were talking and laughing and then their conversation was interrupted by the sound of the fireball going off. You might be right. In any case, she went. Doris got up. She could hear the firemen standing up upstairs. She heard one of their chairs get knocked over, and then she could hear them all running. To their, to their lockers to get changed into their clothing that protected them from a fire. Doris did what her job was when the fire bell sounded, which was that she rushed over to the fire truck and scrambled up into the cab so that she would be in her spot on the seat in the back next to the window so she could stick her head out. Soon the fireman came squeaking down the pole from the upstairs and it came to the fire. How did they actually get up there? There's stairs to go up. Couldn't they just climb up the pole? They could, but that would be a lot more work. Anyway. Wouldn't be for me. Okay. They climbed up. They, it they, they slid down, for me. They slid down the pole, and they all got into their places on the truck. Jim was the driver. Stan sat in the front right. Lisa sat on the back left. Um, Bill sat on the back right next to Doris. And the back of the truck, Susan, was helped steer the back of the truck when they went around long corners. Big corners. Sharp corners. And they started up the truck. <laughs> Fire trucks. Very loud trucks. Even before, you even before you turn the siren on. And they turned the siren on and they went. And they accelerated out of the fire engine into the street. Doris started doing her job, which was to stick which was to stick her head out the window and bark as they went down the street. Doris felt that her job was very important.
because just in case someone did not notice the siren, she was quite sure that they would notice her barking. Well, as they were driving along, she heard Jim on the radio talking to the dispatcher who said that it was an unusually big fire, that it was a house that was three stories and had a bunch of additions, and they were concerned that there might still be people left in the house. So as soon as the firemen got there, they could see smoke billowing out of the windows. Now, you all know that if there's ever a fire in our house, you have to get low and get out of the house. The best way you can, you just get out. You don't worry about anything else. You just get out of the house. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. And you stay low because the smoke tends to be high. Like on the ground. Right. And if for some reason you couldn't get out of the house... Or like on the swing. Right. But if there was a fire in it, your house would just break. Yeah, after a while, sometimes houses break if there's a fire. But that's why we have fire detectors all over the house. Yeah. And if ever one ever went off, it's time to get out of the house if the fire smoke alarm goes off. Until we find out what's going on. Anyway, they got to the house and the firemen used their axes to break open windows and break open the door so they could go in and look for people. And Doris hopped out and she followed the firemen in. She was very low to the ground and so the smoke wasn't too bad, although she'd have to leave soon because she didn't have fire protective clothing like the firemen did. But she thought she heard something. So she went upstairs and she saw that in one of the rooms there was a little kid, little enough that he was still in a crib. He looked like he was maybe one and a half years old and he was crying. And Doris immediately started barking. And she went to the head of the stairs and started barking. Until Jim saw her and he started to climb. He said, what's the matter, girl? Did you find somebody? And Doris immediately turned to go back in the room. But a flame was between her and the room. And so she just sort of pointed her nose. And Jim said, okay, go downstairs and I'll get her. Doris got out of the house because it was getting too smoky and she saw Jim come out a couple minutes later with the little boy in his arms because he had his fire protective clothing on and he had a gas mask on and then Doris did the other part of her job at a fire which is the little boy was very scared and the the paramedics were checking him over to make sure he was okay and giving him clean air to breathe and Doris went up and she licked his face to help him feel better and that was another part of her job at fires. And then the firemen started up the hoses because now they were sure everybody was out. And they started spraying the hoses into the house to put out the fire. Big clouds of steam rose out of the house from where the, where the water was hitting the fire. And the steam billowed up, up, up. And then soon the firemen were shutting off the hoses. And the Okay, other- that house is going to need... A lot of work. Yes, a fire is an extremely bad thing. No. You know what it's going to need? What? After the fire, it's going to need dried off. It's going to need dried off. Actually, a lot of things will need replaced because things that were burned in the fire and things that were ruined by the smoke and things that were ruined by the water. But the important part... things do change blue when... When water hits them. No, things don't change blue when water hits them. They get wet. When you got a lot of water, it sort of looks blue, doesn't it? But just sometimes it does that. But just some people in their house, it happens. 
Just some people. Uh-uh. Not us. Oh, but the important part, no, we've never had a fire, and I hope we never have one. Yeah. The important part was that everyone got out of the house safely, and then the firemen all coiled the hoses up and put them back in the truck, and they got all back in the truck, and Doris got into her spot in the seat, and they drove home without the siren on, since they were just going back to the firehouse. But Doris still stuck her head out the window and barked, ruff, 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 the whole way home because she felt that it was still part of her job. And then when she got home, she curled up and she watched the firemen take the hoses, and they had to take the hoses that they had used, and they had to hang them up to dry because the hoses would get moldy if they just left them wet. So they hung them up to dry, and they took new hoses just in case there was another fire, and they loaded them into the truck hoses that had already been dried, and they hung up all their clothes to dry, and then they went upstairs to all take showers to get the smoky smell out of their hair and off their skin. And then, just as Doris was drifting off to sleep, she heard them pulling their chairs up to the table again to finish their game of poker. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was created by Brandon Thompson. If you enjoy the show, please tell someone about it or leave a review on your podcast provider. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and you can also find us on most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. (laughs) 